This is Supernatural Breakthrough with Mike Signorelli every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, a new episode drops. So the unseen realm, ancient wisdom, and your freedom awaits in this episode. Let's jump right in. We're going to be talking about uh, psychics versus prophets. Psychics versus prophets. Now, let's talk about let's talk about the supernatural realm. Uh, statistics prove that people believe that the supernatural realm is real. As a matter of fact, less people are atheist, less people are agnostic than ever before. As a matter of fact, belief in the spiritual realm is increasing, not decreasing. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean that everybody's becoming a Christian. It just means that people believe that there is something metaphysical. The prefix meta means beyond, so beyond physical. If you believe in the supernatural, can you drop a comment right now? Maybe even tell me a story that you've encountered in the supernatural. Maybe you've experienced something um, that you cannot explain, the unexplainable. Right now, if you've been paying attention in the news, there are reportings and sightings of UFOs everywhere and you're and even to the point where it's being picked up by national news sources and played uh, in their shows and so you know people believe like that there's something else out there there's something else happening and so if you're one of those people that believes in the supernatural you know I want you to stay with me okay now let's just start with 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 some basics here so here's here's the truth now, I'm not talking as a pastor. I'm just talking to you as a human being. The supernatural is real. The spiritual realm is real. As a matter of fact, the Bible tells us that the spiritual realm is eternal and everything that we can experience through our physical body is temporary. And so when people get involved in witchcraft, when people get in, in, involved with psychic mediums, when people get involved with new age practices, there is a reality to it. I'm not saying it's fake. I'm not saying it's parlor tricks. I'm not saying it's all psychology. I do affirm and believe that it's real. Now, what's, be, what's at stake right now is the source of the power that you're accessing. And the thing that I want to make clear today is, do I believe that psychics operate in real power? Absolutely. Do I believe that there are psychics that can, can um, foretell future events accurately? Absolutely. Do I believe that some people experience tremendous benefits physically, emotionally, as a result of new age practices? Absolutely. But see, it's the power source that I'm questioning. And I say this because, and I need some backup in the comments if you agree with me, it's all about the power source because the devil's in the blessing business too. He's a spiritual being who is an ancient being. So his name was originally Lucifer and the Bible describes his beauty and his splendor the beauty, the beauty and the splendor that he had was so significant that as a high-ranking being that was created by God, he began to think that he was like God. And as a result of his pride, he was cast out of the perfect environment of heaven. And um, we know him now as Satan, Lucifer, the devil. Now, the thing about the thing about Lucifer, the thing about Satan, is that he is not ubiquitous. He is not omnipresent. He cannot be all places at all times. Come on, if this video is helping you, I need to hear from you. 
And so uh, there are there are these these uh, disembodied personalities called demons. And I call them disembodied personalities because that's the best way to think about them. And so lust and perversion it can be a desire of your physical body um, and or it can be a disembodied personality, an evil entity that we call a demon, and it is inhabiting you and it has um, hijacked and hardwired you for sin and you need freedom. And so it's very important for you to understand that we have a spiritual war that is happening and it is God and his angels and all the believers who accepted Christ as their savior versus Satan and his demonic minions. This is the truth of the spiritual reality. I'm not ashamed to say it because I've studied new age. I've studied the occult. I've, uh, I've, I've actually had several conversations over the last 20 years with psychic mediums. And I can tell you that just because you're accurate doesn't necessarily mean that your power source is benevolent. As a matter of fact, it could be malevolent. It could be demonic. It could be dark. And I say that because a lot of times witches will say, and the new age uh, type of witches that we have today are, are saying, yeah, but you don't understand. It's not about bubbling cauldrons and it's not about the cliches that you see in Hollywood. Um, actually, there's a, a great community that we have in our covens and and, you know, it's about actually, and some of them will even tell you, it's about the metaphysical connected to, to um, Mother Earth and the planet Earth. And this is something that, um, you know, it's not necessarily spiritual in the way that Christians talk about it. And, you know, so you have all different segments and you have all different factions within uh, the occult, within witchcraft. And so it's very difficult to just simply um, make blanket statements. That's why, you know, if our friend Jessica says, I'm a witch, that doesn't say that much to us because there's different covens and different practices that, that you know, that they, um, the different, you know, factions that they have. But what I will tell you, and I want to tell you very early on in this teaching is the truth. And the truth is, if you are operating, I want you to look me in my eyes while I'm telling you this, because there may be some demons that are um, wanting you to click off of this teaching. There may be some uh, some demons that don't want you to listen. They might be tormented by the truth that I'm speaking right now. And that's why this is a serious, serious moment. And I want you to try to look in my eyes while I say this. The truth is that the only name above all names is Jesus Christ. And every knee will bow and every tongue will confess him as ultimate savior and Lord over all. Meaning that there are alternative power sources that are helping you and equipping you to, to be a psychic, to operate in the supernatural. But I am telling you that you are going to find one day that you were, that the, the henchmen that you thought were benevolent spirits or spirits from, from uh, human beings that have gone beyond and have given you information were actually demons. They were, they were pretending. They were demons who were deceiving. The Bible says that Satan actually comes as an angel of light. He is smart enough to know that if he disguised himself um, any other way than the way he did, that the way he does, you would not receive it. And so oftentimes what I'm here to tell you is that the devil's in the blessing business too. And so witches and covens are often people that need community 
community. They feel isolated and lonely. They feel misunderstood. And somebody comes to them and says, you are going to be, you are going to be understood in, in, um, in this community. You're going to feel, uh, we're not going to judge you. Oftentimes our churches fail and that they judge people so harshly and our holiness turns into legalism or our grace turns into cheap grace. And so you end up in these toxic church environments and people are literally resistant to that because they're saying, I don't want to be a part of organized religion, but I do believe in the spiritual realm. So they take the bait of Satan and, and behind these, uh, you know, they say they're, you know, it's white witches. They say that it's loved ones that have passed on are literally demons in disguise. They're manipulating, they're controlling, and I'm here to expose it because see, just because you heard of Jesus doesn't mean that you've met the real one. Just like there is a false power source, some of Listen, just because there's a false power source with the devil behind it, the devil also manifests as false Jesus. And so, so listen, I'm not just trying to, some of you who are witches, some of you are in the occult, some of you are in new age practices might be so offended that I'm calling you out. Listen, I'm calling out false religion. I'm calling out false Jesus. And what if I what if I told you that you were hurt by the doctrine of demons through a false Jesus in the form of religion and tradition, and you were never hurt by the real Jesus because he doesn't want to hurt you. He actually came so that you might have life and life more abundantly. And Jesus came so that you could be free from every single bit of your depression and your anxiety and fear. And there's no lotion. There's no potion. There's nothing you have to do. There's no ingredient list that you can put together. There's no spell that you have to cast. He did it all at the cross, and there is no replacement for what he did on the cross. Guys, if you believe what I'm saying, church, I'm talking the ecclesia, the called out ones. I'm talking about for many are called, but few are chosen, the chosen ones. I'm talking to the remnant right now. If you believe what I'm saying, can somebody talk to the witches and the warlocks in the chat and say, Mike, I know what you're saying is true. Come on, because I feel it. And, and, and whatever power source that you have accepted, uh, listen, the church of Satan, uh, you know, Luciferianism, the people that erect these statues of Baphomet, the, oftentimes they'll tell you, I'm a total atheist. I don't even believe in the spiritual realm. I, I, I believe everything's natural, but they find community and they're being anti-church because they were hurt, because they were isolated, they were wounded because somebody, and see, here's the thing, um, people, people that even dabble. They, they're experimenting because they say, I went to my church. The prayers didn't work. My mom still died of cancer. You know, listen, there's a deeper level that I want to deal with today. And when I talk about psychics versus prophets, let me just cut to the chase because I got some scriptures I want to share with you, but I, I, I didn't want to waste any time going there is here's the thing. To be a prophet is to know God and to be known by God. To be a psychic is to be disconnected by God or disconnected from God and to actually receive a power from a perverted source. To operate in, in the new age is to actually see it. Now watch this. This is the lie of the enemy. It's to go on a journey to know yourself instead of going on a journey to know Jesus. And Disney, in all of their movies, their character goes on a journey to discover the true them. Can I just tell you the terrible news 
The terrible news is that when you go inside yourself, you will not find hidden potential that was, that was unrealized. You will find a deceitfully wicked heart. You will find the atrocity of your sin. You will find the depravity of your soul. That's what you'll find when you try to go on a journey to discover yourself is you're not as good as your mom and dad told you were. You're not as good as your teachers told you were. Inside, there's something perverted, twisted and perverted and distorted inside of you that needs a savior and that you're not good. No matter how many people told you, that's the bad news. The good news is we have a savior. It's not you. It's not me. It's not your pastor. It's Jesus Christ. And because you have a savior, when you stop trying to find yourself and you start trying to die to self, you will find true life and see psychic medium the occult, witchcraft, uh, people who do new age, they're on a journey to discover this power within themselves. They're on this journey to try to be the answer to their own problems, but you are not the answer to your own problems and you never will be. And I'm telling you, as I begin to go to the root, I'm here to tell you, you're going to end up more depressed. There are psychics that I minister to who ended up more depressed, more anxiety ridden, and guess what? There's witches I've talked to, and I'm not talking about uh, the form of witchcraft like where you're basically celebrating creation. I'm talking about people who operate in the dark arts, the demonic. They, they, I'm talking about witchcraft, and they have told me, Pastor Mike, once the veil was pulled back, I began to see clearly that there were demons at work, but I felt like I sold my soul and there was no way going back. And I want to tell you the good news. You cannot sell your soul. You can make covenants and contracts, but Jesus, by his blood, just one drop that spilled from that cross on Calvary was enough to break every curse, was enough to cancel every covenant and establish a new covenant between you and God. And I'm here to tell you that blood still has is flowing and the blood of Jesus has not lost its power. And I'm telling you, if you're watching this right now and you have not shared this video, I'm declaring war, not against witches, not against psychics, they're, listen, they're people in need of a savior. They need one drop of the blood of Jesus to wash them clean and break those curses and covenants off of their life. They need the blood of Jesus and the authority of Jesus Christ to cast every demon out of them. But I'm here to wage war against the manipulative, lying demons, the demons who have put the word community in front of covenant, or I'm sorry, in front of coven. Those lying demons that have said, oh, you need a community and it's going to be witch talk. It's good because if you go, they we're going to build community and we're going to do it through a coven. And I'm here to wage war on those on those demons that have said, no, burning sage has medicinal properties and it helps you in crystals. And as you operate with crystals, they have these properties. It's like, no, those demons that thought that they were going to connect science to the supernatural and brought people into deception. I'm declaring war on every single one of you lying spirits that can hear me. The ones that have said, oh, you're going to have a dream catcher because you have Native American descent. You need to take that dream catcher down because the only thing that it's helping them remain uh, to capture is demonic thoughts and demonic doctrines and demons. You, you've got to step out of the delusion that demons create with doctrine and step into the truth. And the truth is this, you're being played. You're being manipulated. You're being controlled. And Jesus never wanted to control anybody because when you control somebody, they're a slave. But he said, I came that you might be a son or a daughter. 
And see, that's not control. You get to choose to come to the Father. You get to choose to be in relationship with Him. You get to choose to step into destiny with Him. And guess what? The New Age, witches, warlocks, uh, witchcraft, all of it has one thing in common. It is powerless people seeking significance. But see, here's the thing. To come into the body of Christ, to be a true believer, is you find your significance not in what you do or what you can do, but in what Jesus Christ did for you. And there, and therefore, when they don't schedule you to sing a worship song, they don't schedule you to preach, you say, I'm more than my gifting. I'm a son or a daughter. And so many of you guys got hurt by a church that convinced you that your significance is connected to your gifting, but your significance is connected to your God. And if your God is Jesus Christ and him and him alone, then you will know him as father and you will not have to control other people. You will not have to control other situations. People go to psychic mediums because they're seeking a sense of control because they feel out of control. But see, when you know the one who, who um, literally threw the stars in the sky, when you know the one that caused the planet to rotate every 24 hours and spin around a star called the sun in the cosmos, you don't need control because he's in control. And when you have faith in him, you don't need the super, you don't need the, the, this supernatural um, uh, power. You don't have to be a Jedi. You don't have to, you don't have to wave your magic wand because you know I've got something better than a wand. I've got Jesus Christ. I've got something better than a spell. I've got Jesus Christ praying for me and interceding in the heavenly realms. I've got angels warring on my behalf. I don't need um, these demons disguised as benevolent family members who passed on to tell me anything because everything I've ever needed to hear is, is written in the word of God. It's given to me in scripture. The Holy Spirit is telling me through the person of Jesus Christ and I'm telling you, whether you amen me or not, I just told you the truth. I told it to you for free. I don't want nothing from you. I'm here to tell you that you have been put into delusion. You don't have to read a horoscope. You can read the book of Psalms and say that I can hide under the shadow of the Almighty in his wings. His name is a mighty tower. It's a fortress that I run to. I don't need to know what's coming up ahead of me because I don't need to know the future. I know who holds it and who's walking me into it. I'm not driven by success. I'm led by the Holy Spirit and I don't need to know what's next because it's exhilarating. It's faith filled. It's hope filled because Jesus is leading me into it. And, and there's some witchcraft oriented Christians who need to hear what I just said. And so listen, I'm telling you whether you like what I'm saying or not, God did not give you a plan. He gave you a person who has a plan and it's Jesus. I don't need a plan written in the form of a horoscope. I don't need a plan from a psychic. I need a person with power, and that's Jesus Christ through the Holy Spirit. And I might offend you, but I'd rather offend you all the way to heaven, come on, than people please you all the way to hell. I'd rather offend you out of this delusion you're in and, and you come into the clarity of knowing that I've been duped. Come on, I've been duped. And some of you are seeing that you've, listen, you've given money, you've shown 
shown up. They've told you to recant this, say this. They've given you different items, artifacts. They've given you little things. But I'm here to tell you all those are trinket toys compared to the power of just one drop of Jesus' blood from the cross of Calvary. And all those, uh, everything connected to obia, voodoo, witchcraft, those things are trinket toys. I'm telling you, there's a power. Acts chapter one, verse eight says, after the Holy Spirit comes upon you, you will receive my power to be my witnesses. And I'm telling you, there's a power that still flows today. And see, God is still breaking chains. And so here's the thing. I believe, and I want to go a little bit deeper, and I've got some scriptures I want to share with you if you would remain with me and not click out of this, because I believe that there is more that I've got for you and that the Holy Spirit wants you to know. Now, let's just start like this. Why would somebody accept New Age practices? Why would somebody be duped? Why would somebody be hoodwinked? Why would somebody be manipulated by demonic forces? I'm here to tell you, oftentimes they're wounded. They've been molested, sexually abused. There's a broken home. There's mother, father. Somebody died prematurely. Somebody walked out. There's domestic violence. There's sometimes personal failure. There's a lack of success in the school environment. And all of these factors contribute, including systematic abuse by denominations and different religions all work together where people refuse to deny the supernatural, but refuse to engage with religious infrastructure. And they receive an alternative power source through the supernatural. And they often do it through psychic mediums. And so... This is the thing. I am not asking you to join a church today. I am asking you to join a family. If your family was broken, witchcraft will bring you into a false family called a coven. But see, the Holy Spirit will bring you into a family called the body of Christ where you can't earn your identity and you can never be powerful enough because the one who carries all power is your father, Father God. And see, the thing that I want to help you understand is... Uh, I'm on Long Island right now. I'm across the street from the Amity Horror House. And Long Island is known for Long Island psychic mediums. And I, I, I really have a, a, a tender part in my heart for those who go to psychics, for those who have gone to psychics, because oftentimes these are people that are trying their best in life. They're trying their best at romance and failing. None of my relationships work out and I don't know what to do. Um, you know, and they go and they're, they're seeking something they're seeking. And, and one of the things, and this might be scandalous to say it is I have a tremendous respect for those who eventually end up operating in the, in the, um, in the supernatural realm, even if they do it wrong, because what it shows me is that there's something about them that oftentimes it's not the, the traditional form of evil. They don't go into it to hurt people. They go into it to help, help people, to help themselves. Believe me, if you've stayed on this long, I, I want to counterbalance my message and let you know, oftentimes psychics who I've talked to who have not changed, who have not repented, they've said, Pastor Mike, I'm helping people though. I've gotten results. You don't understand. But listen, oftentimes there's, you, you've got to discern on a deep level because Satan will come in the form of good, but good is the def, is different than salvation. And so listen, you, like the road to hell is paved with good intentions. It's paved with acts of kindness, acts of goodness. And so a lot of times people go in, into the supernatural realm and they say, well, I'm helping me. I'm helping other people. Yes, but there's a big difference between being saved and being helped. 
Satan will help you and keep helping you. He is so intelligent. He is so crafty. The Bible says that he's like a roaring lion seeking. He's prowling around whom he may devour. And so when you prowl, you're stealthy. When you prowl, you're quiet. When you're prowl, you're undetectable. Can't you see it? Satan is trying to be undetected and he he cloaks himself in goodness. He cloaks himself in, in acts of kindness. He cloaks himself, but there's a difference between the gospel, which is salvation, and acts of t- kindness and goodness, which are helping you. And, and I cannot deny that psychics are helping people, but I will not agree that they're saving people. Only Jesus saves. And the psychics who think they're helping, now watch, you can help for a season, but you're ultimately hurting them because you're sending them on a road divorced of Jesus Christ. And because of that, they die in their sin and they're, and they're lost to hell forever. And I know that what I'm saying is not popular, but this is the last and final installment of this three-part teaching. And I've got to just straight snap off right now because the, the, because sometimes it comes off as incredibly offensive on the front end, but it becomes the very thing that saves you from yourself on the back end. And so I want to help you understand that the Bible strictly prohibits the occult, psychics, horoscopes, tarot cards, astrology, fortune tellers, palm readings, seances. It's all in one category. Do not ever do it. Ever. And if you did it, repent, confess of it, and ask Jesus to break that curse. Leviticus chapter 20, verse 27 says, A man or a woman who is a medium or a necromancer shall shall surely be put to death. They shall be stoned with stones, and their blood shall be upon them. Now, God says, I never change. So the new covenant doesn't mean that God was mean and now he's nice. It means that you still deserve death, but Jesus died instead so that you could live. That's the gospel. The consequence of necromancy and psychic mediums and the occult is still death. The consequence didn't change. It's just Jesus took it for you if you accept it. I know this teaching has been so good, but I wanted to pause for a second because I want to connect with you. Go to MikeSignorelli.com. Tell me your story. Check out all these resources I have available for you. And would you consider financially partnering? It's because people say, I'm going to join my finances with this podcast that we're able to reach so many people around the world. And I'll tell you this, we are good soil to sow into. So I'll see you at MikeSignorelli.com. And thank you so much for your financial gift. Okay, let's jump back in. This has got to be told in our world today because you have new age pastors, new age preachers. You have people mixing and intermingling new age practices. Listen, I can't say too much, but I know somebody who recently started going full blown into the dark arts, but I saw it six years ago, five years ago. I saw it and it always starts as a small compromise. Oh, it's just burning sage. Oh, it's just, I burn this first. Oh, it's just these crystals for the aesthetic. Oh, it's just this. 
Listen, right now at Anthropology, right now at Whole Foods, right now at major retailers, they are putting on the bookshelves spell books for children. I'm about to release a video about it because I took a video of it. They're, they're releasing books about um, your chakras and the new age of practices in major retailers. And on those same bookshelves, you will not see a Bible. You will not see a Christian author, but you will see that mess because the spirit of this age is the spirit of anti-Christ. It's pro everything else and against Jesus. And that's what we see in modern retailers right now. And so guess what? It always enters your life as an aesthetic. It always enters your life as a t-shirt. It always enters your life as a cultural fixture because that's how it starts. It's in the songs and the music that we listen to. And, and it slowly, incrementally begins to embed its head like a tick into our life. You know, Lyme's disease comes from a tick. The occult and the witchcraft come from the head of the music industry that embeds itself into our soul. And we listen to this stuff. It, it's going into the stores. It's watching the movies. And it embeds its head. And then it begins to distribute the disease to us of witchcraft and the occult. We end up in so much bondage. Deuteronomy chapter 18, verse 10 through 13 says, There shall not be found among anyone who burns his sons and daughters as an offering. Well, Pastor Mike, we don't do that. Yes, we do. It's called a Abortion. It's the spirit of Molech. It's the spirit of destruction. In every single culture alive today, children are still being sacrificed as an offering. Well, no, it's not ritualistic. It's not witchcraft. How so? Because the altar that they're sacrificing these babies, that these unborn children, is the altar of secular humanism. It's I don't have time to raise this kid. I don't, I don't, I didn't get married. I don't have financial resources. I, I, I. And so the God is the God of. I, the God of me, and they're sacrificing these children just as an offering. You see it in Deuteronomy chapter 18, verse 10 through 13. And it, and it also combines, now watch this, verse 10 combines sacrifice of children with practices of fortune telling and divination and interpreting omens and being a sorcerer and a charmer and a medium and a necromancer and inquiring of the dead. Every single time you see a culture where they will they will abort babies, you will see a culture of psychic mediums. You will see a culture of, of um, actually accessing um, and, and inquiring of the dead because it's all connected to me, 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 me. I have sex because I want to feel good, because I need to be in the company of this person. I, I, I. Then I abort this baby because I'm not ready for it. I'm not I. And so this is what it's always been. When Lucifer, this created being in heaven said I instead of G instead of saying God and putting the glory to God he was immediately cast out of heaven and he was cursed even within the book of Genesis in the garden and so here's what happens when Adam and Eve are standing in front of the forbidden tree they said this was the deception of the serpent what did he say you have heard and understood incorrectly God is trying to hold back something from you and they took the bait. And so what is a psychic medium and those who consult the dead saying, oh, those Christians don't want you to have access to talk to your loved ones who passed on. They don't want you to have access to future knowledge. And it's the same spirit. It's the same demonic culture. And it's wrapped up into a different disguise. Verse 12 of Deuteronomy chapter 18, verse 10 through 13 says this. 
And whoever does these things is an abomination to the Lord. And because of these abominations, the Lord your God is driving them out before you. You shall be blameless before the Lord your God. And let's talk about an abomination, what that means, and uh, you know, to get some wisdom from this. Here's why it's an abomination. It's abomination because God has something better. And you're trying to talk to your dead ones that passed on, but Jesus rose again on the third day, lives forever, and wants to talk to you right now. Your loved ones are not, they don't have any information to tell you. Matter of fact, the only thing, according to the parable that Jesus talked about, that they're going to tell you is live for Jesus because anything on the other side is either heaven or hell. There is no ambiguity about it. There's no, and listen, I have looked at thousands of after death occurrences where people were brought back to life and and Muslims encounter Jesus. Atheists encounter hell. You see it over and over and over again. Hospice nurses will tell you that there is most definitely a collaboration between the stories that are told among people who died and came back and the stories that are accounted for in scripture. And I'm here to tell you it's true, it's true, it's true. And deep down in your uh, soul, you know what I'm saying to be true. There's something inside of you that's confirming right now that I'm telling you the truth. Now, as we come to the end of this teaching, prophets versus psychics. Oftentimes when people go in this direction, they're looking for a power source. But when you lay it down, when you bend your knee to Jesus, he'll give you all power. And you may have a prophetic gift. You may be one that the Lord God uses to tell of future events. You may be one that he uses to edify and encourage and to build up. But, but see, here's the thing. He will give you that power. He will, he will cause you to come into that knowledge. He will cause you to come into that understanding. But, but you will have him because the life of a prophet is lonely. The life of a prophet is hard. The life of a prophetic person is not easy. You will need the Lord. And I'm here to tell you, if you're a psychic, I want you to repent, accept Jesus as your savior and become a prophet. I, I want to listen. I want you to, to begin to step into your true destiny. And the reason why it was abomination is because God was saying, I've got something better. I've got, see, here's the thing. People say, well, I've got to abort my kid because, uh, you know, he might not be born healthy. See, the Bible says that, that, um, I will live and not die. And I will declare the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. He says, for I know the plans that I have for you to prosper you, to give you a hope and a future. I don't believe in coincidences. I believe in divine confirmations. I believe that God can do exceedingly greater above and beyond all we can think, ask, or imagine. I believe that God will begin to do the thing that I can't even see or think because his ways are higher than my ways. His thoughts are higher than my thoughts. And so here's the thing. When you, when you're a psychic, you speak in part. When you, when you're, when you're one who operates in witchcraft or the occult, you only get it. But see, Jesus is like, I don't want to give you just a little. I want to give you more than enough. I want to blow your mind. I want to be better than you could ever imagine. I want to be faithful to you. I want to speak into your life and really give you all that you, all and more than you can ever think or imagine. And so what happens is, um, and, and, and I, I listen, and I know that this is not a popular thing to say, is that, um, yeah, is that 
I know people who have been in high positions uh, um, in the government, and they they said within the government they encountered witchcraft being done among government officials in high-ranking positions. And so you've got to be aware of this, okay? You've got to be aware of what's going on. And so the Lord is trying to, um, yeah, and it, the, the Lord is trying to help you understand is that, I, I, and no, this is the thing I'm going to say in love. It's, it's, it, how do I put this? You graduate levels with Jesus and you graduate levels with Satan and his demonic minions. So my friend, I have a friend and I might bring him on the broadcast because uh, I want him to tell his story who is certifiably a genius. He has a genius level IQ and he's a renowned mathematician. He was elevated into higher levels of government as he got to one of the highest levels in government, they brought him into witchcraft practices that they were doing. So was those realms open to him at lower levels of governmental authority? No, but he was incrementally being conditioned until they brought him into it. So, you know, some of you guys in the chat might be like, he's coming for my sage. He's coming for my crystals. He's this stuff is, you know, this is nonsense. He's, you know, you know, I saw some of you guys in the comments posting a puke emoji, you know, because I know that we have people from the new age and people from the demonic and witchcraft and the occult who are in the chat right now. And I know that some of you guys are like, oh, he's just another Christian. But listen, hear me, hear me. The way that you boil a frog is you start it in palatable, warm, lukewarm water and you incrementally have the heat blazing so that before they know it, they're fully being boiled and they don't even try to escape. So this is how, when you go to anthropology, when you go to, um, and I'm talking about the retailer, when you go to, uh, there was a couple other stores, one of them was uh, Whole Foods, it's always gonna present itself in the lowest form and graduate you up. So of course I don't sound like I'm saying something right. Of course I sound like a sensationalist, of, and, you know, sensationalizing. Of course I sound like I'm going overboard. But but that you are a frog in a pot of warm water thinking you're in a pond. And you're like, no, I'm in the pond. This is great. And it, like, just because they put a couple lily pads and a couple other frogs in that pot with you doesn't mean that there's a flame underneath it that is about to roast you and take you out. Just because a couple other witches agree with you or a couple other psychics agree with you or a couple of other new age secular humanistic friends agree with you and there's, and there's enough to, to make you think you're in a pond, you're in a pot. And, the, and it's already turning up and you're about to see the consequences of being graduated into higher levels of the demonic. And what I'm telling you, you might not like me, but you'll love me if you'll try. Now, let me just do this. I'm going to end like this because I've read you Leviticus. I read you Deuteronomy and I've quoted a half a dozen other scriptures to you. If you are willing, now level with me. I'm going to bring this now as we come to a, conclu a conclusion I'm going to bring this and thank you for staying out for the entire duration because you are a special type of person. You're a warrior if you stay this long. I just want to bring it down to this conclusion. I'm going to give you a logical appeal. If you were willing at one point to try witchcraft, you had a friend who said, try sage. You had a friend who said, try, try going to a psychic. You had a friend who said, Try if you're willing to try it. Jesus said, Taste and see that I'm good. Try, try this. 
Jesus offered the same logical appeal. Try. If you're open-minded, oftentimes people who are in the occult, people who are in witchcraft, the New Age covens of witches, they, they, they have this banner over their life. I'm open-minded. I am open-minded. Okay, let me test that. How open-minded are you? Do you and are you willing to try Jesus? How open-minded are you? I want to know. Because if you're willing to try sage, if you're willing to try chakras, if you're willing to try psychic mediums, if you're willing to try necromancy, talking to the dead, if you're willing to try alcohol, every drug, partying, sleeping, polyamorous relationships, if you're willing to try it all, try Jesus. Try Jesus. So I want to end this right now. I want to end this right now. If you want to try Jesus, maybe you've been watching this. I, I can hardly keep up with the chat. There's so many comments. Would you drop in the chat right now in the comments and tell me I'm ready to try Jesus? That's me. Just whatever you can type, type it in the comments because I believe this is going to be the video. I, I, believe, I believe by faith that there is a witch who's watching right now who's ready to try Jesus. You are sexually abused. There's no way I could know that, but you are ready to try Jesus because you've been heavily involved in witchcraft and the wounds and the torment and the PTSD still does not go away. And it's time for Jesus. And you're ready. I'm looking for the chat. How many of you will do it? Look at this. Someone even in the comments said, my sister practices necromancy. Guys, you think I'm talking about some things that nobody does, that nobody says, but I'm telling you this goes deep. I want to see. I'm looking. Who's ready? Who's ready? Stephanie says, I'm ready to try Jesus. Come on, Stephanie, you're about to make me cry. Even if it was one. Try Jesus, you won't be, you won't be disappointed. Come on, is it just one more? Let me just pray right now for that one. And many people are going to continue to watch this video. Come on, Lorena says, that's me. I'm ready to try Jesus. Man, come on. Wow. Somebody even says, as a former witch, I tried Jesus almost a year ago. I will never turn back. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. Wow. Stepping into grace, some of you guys, I want you to send me a message. I want to um, put my email address in the chat right now because I want to feature some of you on my broadcast, and I want to hear your story. I want you to email me and my, my administrator is going to set you up to be on the broadcast, okay? It's collab at mikesignorelli.com. So if you're watching this right now, collab, it's in there, C-O-L-L-A-B, like collaboration, collab at mikesignorelli.com. I want you to be on my show. Some of you guys who have a story of coming out of witchcraft, maybe, or maybe your story is you're about to step out of it right now. I want to feature you on this show, and I want you to tell this story because I'm about to cry right now because the, because the lost are, are coming home. You don't need a coven. You need a family. You need, you need the family of God. Look at this. Even Peter from London says in the comments, hey, witches, we love you. That's why we're warning you. We're actually fighting for you. Can't you see the humility here? I can't say it any better. Matter of fact, I want to end it like this and we're going to pray. Jesus doesn't want to take your power away. He wants to give you more power.
And I'm here, I'm here to tell you this, guys, I've prayed for people. Medically verifiable miracles have happened. I've prayed for people. Demons have been cast out of them. Jesus don't want to take anything good from you. He wants to give you something better. He, he's not in the business of disempowering you. But when you disempower yourself, when you humble yourself, when you go low, when you surrender, when you fly the white flag of surrender and say this territory, my soul, my heart becomes the kingdom, that's when it happens happens. Okay, guys, please, will you promise me, or listen, some of my admins, thank you, God, some of my administrators, if you're watching and you're one of my YouTube or Facebook administrators, and you see the people commenting saying that they used to be a witch, now they're saved, or I want to get saved, will you personally get them my email address so I can get them on the show to follow up to this show? Will you, will you please go through the comments and I want to I wanna do a show, maybe even next week, where I get as many of you on to tell your story. And we're going to talk about this today or talk about that when it happens, okay? So if you're watching and you're a part of my, my administrative team, go after them and uh, get them collab at MikeSignorelli.com so we can get them on the show. Let's pray. Romans chapter 10, verse 9 says, hey, confess that you're a sinner. You need a savior. And when you do that, you believe that Jesus is your savior and you will be saved. You come into the family, okay? Um, yeah, come on, Daniel. Let's pray this together. I see you guys. Say this with me. Say, Heavenly Father, forgive me of my sins. Wash me clean by your blood. I thank you for the cross where I was forgiven and my sins forgiven forever. Break every single curse off of me now, Jesus. Break every covenant and every contract with every demon. Set me free from the occult. Set me free from witchcraft. Set me free from new age. Break every curse, Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, we are coming to the end of yet another incredible time together. Every Monday, every Wednesday, and Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, I am posting a new podcast so that you can be equipped and learn and grow. And you know, if you got this far, you may want additional mentorship and you may want to connect with me on a deeper level, which is why I have the Breakthrough Community. If you visit MikeSignorelli.com or BreakthroughTeaching.com, you can become a monthly financial partner for $27 a month or $297 for the entire year, you can come into the Breakthrough Community. We do monthly Zooms. Yes, monthly Zooms. It's wild. People from all over the world are there, including prophetic seminars and teachings that literally are banned on other platforms. All of it's waiting for you, including a private Facebook group with all of the other Breakthrough Community members. So again, go to MikeSignorelli.com or BreakthroughTeaching.com and become a monthly partner. I can't wait to see you there and I will see you in the next podcast episode.